So I just wanted to take a quick second to say again, thank you to everybody. Um, I was home originally when my mom had taken a bad fall down the stairs and some of you know was knocked unconscious and she had to go to the hospital. And at that time I was with her, I made that Thursday video and did a blessing for you. And I was excited because at that time my mom <clears throat> was doing better and she even made the sign of the cross when I began that video blessing with the sign of the cross. And so many of you had written in, Father, it's wonderful to see your mom is doing better. So thank you for that. But we had a second tragedy. Um, my mom's legs were getting blood clots and the um, situation in her legs was not good. So I unfortunately probably was overstepping my bounds and I decided to get her up from the hospital bed to walk because they had said, well, she probably should stay in the bed because she might fall. But I was worried about her blood clots, even though they said they had given her her medicine, her clots were really getting bad in her legs. So I walked with her. She seemed to be doing okay. Having to go to the bathroom, I took her in there. And as I was closing the door, my mom fell again. And the sound of her head hitting that tile was very troublesome to me. And I felt horrible. So my mom had a relapse. That's where I've been the last week. And uh, I went back home and then I went down to EWTN to do a retreat for the EWTN sisters. So I thank you because yes, things did take a downturn. However, praise be to God. Uh, now my mom is getting therapy. Uh, she's doing better. She's able to have um, in-home care uh, uh, therapy around the clock coming in to take care of her. So thank you. Uh, we're praying that she's doing better now. And mom, if you're watching, if you can hear me, I love you. And uh, we're very grateful that God is my mom is a trooper. She uh, She's hanging in there. So thank you to all of you. But I wanted to mention here was the gospel passage. And I was in the airport answering some of the comments online. And I told you before, bar none, the, the number one complaint we get from non-Catholics is call nobody your father. I it, it baffles me, but that's the biggest one, bar none. But the second one that I hear the most is there's one mediator between God and man, and that is Jesus Christ. Therefore, stop praying to Mary, stop praying to the saints. And one of the passages that falls in that category is this one that we just read. Jesus says, I am the gate, meaning only him, only him to the Father. Whoever enters through me and only me will be saved. So, all non-Catholics who have been writing to us, are they correct? Why do the Catholics turn to saints for intercession when Jesus is the one mediator? Why do we do this? Jesus says he is the door, the only way to be saved, the true shepherd. So why do we pray to saints when there's only one mediator? Jesus, go directly to God. Okay, here's the point. First of all, there's only one way to the ultimate goal of heaven, and that's Jesus. But there's many ways to Jesus. You could be brought to Jesus by your neighbor. You could be brought to Jesus by your brother or sister. Most of all, you're brought to Jesus by the church and the saints. You could be brought to Jesus by St. Joseph, most of all his own mother. 
So what this misunderstanding of this passage is, is yes, there's only one way to heaven and that's Jesus. But how you get to Jesus, there are multitudes of ways. Come to Jesus through the church is the big one. Come to Jesus through his mother is the big one. Come to Jesus through the saints is a big one. Come to Jesus through St. Faustina is a big one. You see, the, there's a misunderstanding there. Once you get to Jesus, yes, he is the only mediator. He is the only way. He's the only door. He's the only way to salvation. But there's many ways we can get to him. Like if you say there's only one main road to get from Michigan to Florida, I-75, but yet if you're within Michigan, there's many roads that get to I-75. Jesus is I-75. He's the route, the only way to get there to your goal, Florida. But there's many different roads that get you to that highway. And so the main roads that we get to Jesus, our one mediator, is Mary and the saints and the church. This is why we have that. We go directly to God. People say, well, you caught this. Just go directly to God. We do. We go to directly to God, especially through the Our Father prayer. Isn't that going directly to God? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Help us. Give us our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. We do go directly to God. What about the Eucharist? The Mass? That is going directly to God the Father through the sacrifice of the Son. This is what we do. But God chooses to come to us through other people. Did God go directly to every single Israelite or did he go through Moses? Did God go through every single Jew or did he go through Abraham? He went through Abraham to talk to the whole nation of Israel. He went through Joe, uh, 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 Moses to talk about or to speak uh, to, to convey to him, to all the Jewish people, his will. God has used mediators throughout the Bible to do his will. This is a fact. Christ is the only way, the one mediator to the Father, but there are many ways to get to Jesus so that he can take us to the Father. How about people at your church? Haven't any of them led you to Jesus? What about your neighbors, co-workers? There are many people who could bring you to Jesus. Are they not allowed? Are you, are you going to say, well, you know what? Sorry, I can't talk to you about Jesus because now you're going to be a mediator. So I, I'm sorry, I can't pray with you because then you're being a mediator. We don't say that. Christ is a unique mediator between God and man because he is the only person who is both God and man. He is the only bridge between the two. He's the only God and man. He's the only one. Jesus is the one mediator. But here's the key. But Jesus's body is the church. So when you go through the church, including her saints, we are going through Christ because the church is his body. This to me answers that question that we don't know how as Catholics to answer. You only have one mediator. It's Jesus Christ. Why are you praying to the saints? Yes, because they're part of the church and the church is the body of Christ. So when we go through the church, we're going through the body of Christ. We're going through Jesus. He is. So it's proclaiming Christ. Now, how does this all get started? Because Paul, uh, in proclaiming Christ as the one mediator in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, here's what's interesting. Yes, he says Jesus is the only mediator. And he excludes any other parallel or equal mediation. 
All right. He says there's nobody equal. However, he does not exclude subordinate mediation. The Greek word that's used by Paul for one, meaning he's the one mediator, is the word, is, I should say, is not the word monos, which would mean the sole or the only. The Greek word Paul uses is eis, which means one in the sense of main or first in a series. Jesus is the main mediator, but it doesn't mean we can't have sub-mediators under him. Remember, Paul says we are co-workers in the vineyard. Well, wait a minute. If Paul says we are co-workers in the vineyard, then that means we're partial workers. Wait a minute. Jesus is the only one. Yes, but we're under Jesus. So whenever you told someone about Jesus or you prayed with them to Jesus, you were a mediator. If you're non-Catholic friend says to you, stop praying to the saints. You can't have any other mediators, but Jesus, you could say, well, gee, did you ever pray for somebody? Well, of course. Then you're a mediator. It's not mediator in the sense of main or principle or monos. It's mediator in the sense that we are subordinate mediators, that we get you to the mediator, but it still takes mediation. <laughs> To get to the mediator. <laughs> so Jesus is the principal mediator, but he enables sub-mediators to transmit the grace of God. God has done this throughout the Bible. Who was Moses? Who was Abraham? Who was Mary? All right. So in fact, Paul urges in 1 Timothy 2 chapter 1, listen to this. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 1, quote, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all men. Prayers for each other are a form of mediation. Paul's telling you to do that. Christians act as submediators in Christ when we pray for each other, when we help each other. The grace of God is mediated to us through the church. That is the sacraments, the priests. We experience a liturgy that has been handed on to us from the church fathers. The creed was handed to us from councils of bishops. There have been mediators. The Bible teaches us to hand things on to our children. That's mediation. If Paul says, teach these to your children, and John in the, in the scriptures tell us, teach these things to your children, you're a mediator. We have all of this because the church is the mystical body of Christ. And again, when you go through the church, you go through Christ's body. So when we do that, when we go to the church, we do go to God. Why? Because the bride, who's the bride? The church and the bridegroom, who's the bridegroom? Jesus, are one body. Jesus is the head. We are the body. I might simply be a hangnail on the pinky toe or the pinky finger of the body of Christ, but I'm still one with Jesus. So the church is the body. 
Christ is the head. Mary is the neck. So anything from Christ, and this isn't me making this up. This is how the church fathers explained it. The church fathers told us Christ is the head. Mary is the neck. We are the body. So to go from Christ, it goes through Mary to us, the body. So if you, if this left hand on the body helps the right hand, like you help your neighbor or your coworker, you're still part of Christ because we're all one body. This is important. All right. Now the Bible says, and this is where I want to finish. Okay. And the church is the body. And when we go through the church, we are going through Christ. I said that. But here's what I wanted to point out to finish. The Bible says that our growth in faith and holiness is aided by the intercessions of the other members of the body of Christ. Don't believe me? Ephesians 6, 18. 1 Thessalonians 3, 11 to 13. 1 Timothy 2, verse 1 through 4. These all talk about it. There's no better intercession than that of the body of Christ. And who's at the top of that list? The neck, Mary. Why do you crazy Catholics go to Mary? She's not a mediator. Oh yeah? Let's talk about this. Let's finish with this. You know, Jesus comes from what? The line of David, right? Jesus comes from the line of David. And who were the line of David? They were the kings. He comes from the Davidic kingdom. And in the Davidic kingdom, there was a unique role for the queen. Now, in the Davidic kingdom, who was the queen? Well, Father, the queen is the wife of the king. Oh, really? Kings in the Davidic line prior to Jesus had hundreds of wives. Solomon had hundreds of wives. So who was the queen? Was it the first wife, the recent wife, the newest wife, the prettiest wife, the smartest wife, the oldest wife? Who was the queen? The queen was the mother. The queen mother had a unique role. Again, don't believe me? First Kings chapter 2, verse 19. She had the function of counselor to the king in all matters. She was the mediator between the common people and the king. The common people came to the mother of the king in order to be heard, and she took those supplications to the king. Why would Jesus change this? He comes from the line of David. Why would Jesus say, you know what? I know that was the tradition. I know that was the way it was in the line of David, but I don't like that. I'm going to change it. He never did. Ask your friends who say there's no mediation and how dare you call Mary the queen of heaven. I got several of those emails that there, because I called Mary the queen of heaven. I participated in a DVD series with Father Kirby called the queen of heaven. And I mentioned that the other day, and I got several emails saying, how dare you call Mary the queen of heaven? Well, actually, look up 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 19. It talks about who the queen mother was. The queen was the mother of the king. Who's the king? Jesus. Who's his mother? Mary. She's therefore the queen mother. In heaven makes her the queen of heaven. She had the function of counselor to the king in all matters. So if the queen was the king's mother and Jesus is now the king, who would be the queen mother? Mary. And what is her role? 
Her role as queen mother is our intercessor, just like the queen in the Davidic kingdom that Christ came from. Catholics, we don't worship Mary. We don't, and we never will. Our role is to use her help as she, she is a mediator or an intercessor, not the mediator, a subordinate mediator. But who knows the king better than the mother? You know, Fulton Sheen, one of my favorite quotes, said, millions of people hate what they think is the Catholic Church. All the mail that I get against the Catholic Church is 100% a misunderstanding of Catholic Church teaching. There's not one person that has hated the Catholic Church that I have seen for something which is truly their teaching. They don't understand it. They think we worship Mary. They think we worship statues. It's not what we do. So Bishop Fulton Sheen said, millions of people hate what they think is the Catholic Church, but very few, if any, hate what actually is the Catholic Church. So that's why my job is not only to bring you the love of God and to be more like Father Kaz, but to also teach you what the church teaches. Because when we go to seminary together, which you do with me every Saturday at 11, and sorry, we missed last week, but we'll be back this week, Saturday at 11 a.m., you be able to understand what the church really teaches. And when we do that, then we can understand why she teaches what she does. Praise be to our Lord Jesus Christ for giving us such an incredible faith and giving us such an incredible intercessors such as Mary and the saints. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.